This episode of the Co-Optional Podcast is proudly sponsored by Squarespace. Whether you need a domain name, website, or online store, make your next move with squarespace.com slash co-optional. Welcome, welcome to the Co-Optional Podcast. Yo! Only four minutes late. Yeah, I nailed it. I'm getting better. Yeah, we're getting better every week, every week. (laughs) As long as they can hear us and they can see us, then I I think we're good. Don't Hmm. put that on us. You don't, oh boy. I know, so much pressure. So much pressure. Yeah. Uh, so this is the show for the 10th of July, uh, episode 221, featuring our special guest, Force Gaming. Hi, Yay! thanks for having hey. me. Thanks Long for Long time us. no chat. I like your little wire fox face in the back. Oh yeah. Very on brand I got me. that from, uh, is it? <laughs> yeah. Where did I get that from? Oh, the Hobby Lobby. Uh, what? I don't like going there. You don't like going? Is no. it because you feel the urge to buy a bunch of things or because the person you're with feels the urge to buy a bunch of things and you don't get to pee for Both a actually happen, <laughs> but I, I heard some things about like their politics, but we let's not talk about politics. Oh, <laughs> I see. No, right, I, right. I heard the same thing. So but, here, here yeah. in the South, we- But that's that a good here. thing about the Hobby Lobby. That's pretty cool. That is pretty it cool. Is cool. I feel like a 12 year old boy though. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Like, at least it's not like that. I used to have a dinosaur wallpaper and I had these, it was like, so it was like the dinosaur landscape and I had these little stickers. I could put them where I wanted. So I'd put like a brontosaurus here and a T-Rex there. And Is this as an adult or as a child? No, when I was 12. Okay, Hold on, force, it. no yeah. one can see it actually. It's on, on the stream, but for oh, me, because no. I can see it. Right I see there. your snowball. I love snowball. But what is next? Is that like a wizard hat? What the hell is that? All right. So this is a gnome that my wife got from uh, uh, where is Hobby it? Lobby. No, uh, a Hobby she, Lobby gnome. She got it this? from um. She got it from a family. Amazing. It looks that's so good. from Iceland, and it's oh. it's like a, it's authentic Icelandic gnome. Right. And so the reason I have it though is she got it, but then fucking people don't stop calling me Keemstar. So, <laughs> calm down, calm down, Keemstar. Exactly. Turn down a notch. People don't Drama stop alert. calling me Keemstar, and so I was like, "Well, if they're gonna call me the gnome of YouTube, I might as well have a gnome." Like, it's like a little, uh, it's like a little meme in the background of all my videos. Great, sure, love it. sure, sure. And I now like we it. know. Yeah. <laughs> Did anyone else watch you David mean, the Gnome like growing now up? Now we know. I have to yeah, put that out there. Yeah, David the Gnome was like the greatest thing ever. That was like my Nickelodeon moment. Like David the yeah. Gnome, all those adventures. I don't know why adventures with gnomes was such a thing through my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> it seems so I strange. I think uh, child me knew that I was going to be small because I liked any story that was like, here are tiny people doing amazing things. <laughs> Didn't they write foxes? Yeah. I can't remember. It was like Swift the Fox or something. 
I was like, maybe it literally was Duger, the animated series before. Yeah. Way back I'm then. David the Gnome. That's right. <laughs> so. Stop, we... stop it. No. Stop it. No. <laughs> Gnome. No. Gnome. 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 So for people who don't know you, Force, we've had you on the show before, but um, uh-huh. you have sort of made that transition from being Force strategy to being Force gaming. I assume you just wanted to play more games? Uh, there's been a lot of transitions when it comes to the horrible naming and branding of my channel. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Force Force gaming is the latest one. Um, I, I think I changed that over, it was actually a couple of years ago. I don't know. I start off my YouTube channel as Force SC2 Strategy. Turns out I that's know. not a hot, turns out that's not a hot branding uh, branding name. So mm. I eventually yeah. you were talking whatever... branding geniuses here. OMFG Cata down there. Okay, <laughs> I'm, co- I'm convinced that like every YouTube channel's name is actually horrible because most people don't start expecting it to become a thing and then they're like i can make money i guess i'm sticking with this name yeah sephiroth 77 xxd for sure no i'd be happy if that was my if that was my if i nailed x sephiroth x i'd be fucking ecstatic i would be like x sephiroth x here playing the latest kingdom hearts if i could go back and get like the aol instant messenger names that i used to have like way back when i feel like that would be some brand quality right there i was um for aim i was border 182x wow pretty awesome yeah like because you love dogs no border oh god 182 because you know blink 182 the hottest band on the planet and then x to really show everyone uh, how straight edge and awesome I was. So um, my first email was weeby as fuck. It was uh, piccolo99 at uyuhakusho.com. Oh my gosh, um, yes. <laughs> I, um... And that got shut down real fast. Oh, <laughs> they no. were like, we have a Yu Yu Hakusho no. email available. And I was like, oh my God, I'm, I'm doing it. And then it got shut down like within a month or two. Mine was my name and birthday at AOL.com. Just letting you all know, that is the <laughs> easiest hackable account there ever was. I never, I didn't think it was an issue. It was back in the day when people were like, here's a recommended email for you. Your, your pa- name and birthday. Your, your, what? Pass- your password's like your street address or something. <laughs> like- I'm not joking. It probably was. I'll be real with you. Thinking back like how unsecure, insecure, that unsecure, insecure, mm, that whole thing was Both. where AOL were like, oh, you know, hey, this is taken. But because you entered in all of this information, you know, your first name, your last name, your street address, your zip code, your birthday, here are some suggested usernames for your AOL account. Yeah. And, I, and I'm just like, I kind of don't want a lot of people to know geographic. Some websites still do that. It's so weird. It's like it's so back bizarre. back in the age of ASL. Gmail A used to do that, S where it was like, <laughs> if you typed in Jesse, it would be like, "What about Sej?" Like what? <laughs> <laughs> why, why would I do that? Those are Sej would be great. So back in the good old days of like fourteen male Florida. Like how you introduce yourself oh, in yeah. every chat room by age, your sex age, location. your location, That's your right. sex. ASL, that was a thing. <laughs> Although like um, other other things made it so much easier, like ICQ. And it's just like, you're just a number. You're just numbers. That's all. You don't have yeah. an identity. You're just numbers. Yeah. And that's fine. I actually I loved that. <laughs> Me too. Because you could filter ICQ? out by people locally. It was nice. Yeah. ICQ was a thing. 
I do not love ICQ. Back when the internet was just harmless chatting with old people as a teenager, you know? Um, I <laughs> the was good old days. I was introduced to chat rooms when I was visiting my cousin and she was in a Spice Girls chat room. And what oh, she man. would do is she would go, anybody want Spice Girls pics? And then they would DM her and she would send them a Spice Girls, like a random Spice Girls picture from her computer. And I was like, what? She was I, like, yeah, sometimes people try to like have sex with me on the internet. And I was like, whoa. Because <laughs> yeah, we were like 12. I was like, oh. What? And here here I thought user groups was like where it's at. Like me and my DS9 user group were like so awesome sharing all of these horrible, you know, pirated copies of all the <laughs> See, that's what I wound up using yeah. it for. I was like, oh my God, chat rooms, this is incredible. And immediately I went to find just like I <laughs> boy, am I never I am the lamest person. I never chatted with anyone. I didn't give a no. fuck. I was like, why would I the only thing I did for a good portion of my youth was go to a Star Wars uh, forum where we modded TIE Fighter. There's a lot of like awesome TIE Fighter mods out there that I would say go play, except the game's unplayable now. That. Yeah, that shit was fun. That was it. Because uh, I existed in a world where, I think I said this before, my internet was text. Y'all, my at, at my house, my mom, I, I'd watch TV and be like, log in to foxkids.com to find out all the latest turtles information. I'd be like, awesome. And I'd log in and it would just be a wall of text. And my mom was like, we don't have the good internet yet. <laughs> like, what the fuck does that mean? So throughout high school, my parents never did that stuff. Uh, when everyone had a Nintendo, my parents were like, no, Jesse, a Super Nintendo is coming out eventually. You don't want a regular Nintendo. And I was like, oh, my God, have a so I, I never got any of that shit. I never got any of that shit until I was like in 11th grade. <laughs> I, didn't get um, any. I, was, I had to be outdoors and active. When we oh oh uh, first got internet, we hadn't updated our operating system in so long. It was like... 5.1 I think so we were on Windows 5.1 but we had added internet and I was constantly messaging my cousins being like I don't understand how you're able to save pictures how do you save pictures and they were like what do you mean you just do this and I was like that's I can't save pictures on this. What do you, no. what's going on? Load my pictures. operating system wouldn't let you do it yet. They're literally, <laughs> if you logged into the web, I remember this as clear as day. Cause it was like, check out Fox kids. And I was like, Oh my God. And I went online and I had the image in my head of what the, it looked like from the commercial I saw on TV. I got there and it was just like a wall of text and where images were, it just said image here. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's like your entire internet experience is nothing but a mud experience altogether. Yeah, just like, yeah oh, totally. It was not okay. And that was, yeah, that was mostly internet for me till I went off to college and I found out like what internet was. And that Excels. was high, they had like high speed shit. And I was like, wait, what? What is it? Oh, it was a different reality. And then I never left the computer again. So you're welcome, internet. You got me. Still remember buying magazines just because they came with the free AOL like 48 hour trial disc. Yep. And you'd shove it Use into it, your computer. Burn it. Get the next one. <laughs> mom would have to make a phone call. She'd get off the game. One minute, mom. I'm just killing the bad guy here. <laughs> when did when did like high speed internet happen? When when was that? For me, it was at least like 2004. Because I because in 1999 at home we still had 
56k. We had dial-up. Yeah, we had dial-up. I had to like we fight had dial up forever. To, yeah, I had to fight to get on the computer when my mom was on the phone. So yeah. I know that at the turn of the millennia, it was still dial-up, I think. Yeah. But I went off to college and shit was like high speed all of a sudden. Oh yeah, because they had like, so they had a T one line, and so they yeah, would split so that. I had no idea. Right. But that was I, I mean that was the whole thing. It, it cost so much money for universities to have that, but they needed to have it. So well, yeah, the same thing. Yeah, you know, it's funny, too, because that, like, two th around 2004 is when, the, well, that's when WoW came out. Yeah. And a lot you of people... You couldn't do that on dialogue. Yeah. Well, we a tried. lot of people say that part of the reason, like, WoW was a great combination of things, IP and everything, but part of the reason it did so well was because everyone finally started having good internet. Because there was, mm. like, EverQuest was, you know, like, popular, but not huge. Right. I played EverQuest and on dialogue. I 11 was yeah. out by the yeah. time uh wow came out so yeah. there was stuff going on and i played um i played ashron's call oh boy too. that was that my, was, my that, that was my dial up game that oh man i spent so many hours in ashron's call i can't even my name's probably still on items <laughs> i crafted for people in ashron's call i but went I back to that <laughs> yeah i think it started i think it must be between 2000 and 2004 where like the internet started getting really good and then wow comes out and everyone's like online games hundreds of people this world's huge this is amazing because yeah. i was used to playing like i played ashron's call but my internet sucks so it was an awful experience oh, so yeah. i was used Got to still, all like, the time. You know, playing PKs, golden eye with my friends on the couch not like these big online games so i don't know do I, do you guys internet. remember the name of your very first mmo character God. I do. <laughs> Mine was Nixie. It was probably, it was probably <laughs> some what else in EverQuest. It's probably some shitty Drizzit derivative or something. <laughs> Just like this My, fantasy rogue guy. I the first I didn't play EverQuest, but I played Final Fantasy Eleven because I'm a Final Fantasy nerd. Right. Uh, and I played a Taru, and I can't remember its name, but it was something really grossly cute, like. <laughs> like slap tickle or something like something something real something really weird but like he was a little tiny guy and he'd be like i'm dancing for you yeah slap tickle isn't a name that i would read and be like adorable <laughs> little, little tiny cutie pie and he's like la 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 it was and he was a i was a black mage and then i became a red mage fuck what i don't remember whatever but like uh i never i never had characters that were like blake shard spear or Rick Hardbody, you know, like none of the none of the names you see. The people like their first MMO name is something they really want to be serious, like Cersei Nightshade. None of those, none of that shit. <laughs> not, I, I not like the new Jumanji where you're like, what is that? Smolder Bravestone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. God, I really want to see the new Jumanji. Everybody says it's such a fun time. It, 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 is, it is actually one with the rock. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that looks good. It, Here's the thing. It is more it relatable is these days for kids. Dumb as shit. It is stupid. <laughs> it but is. it is perfect. That's exactly solid, what I want. It is a solid two hours of entertainment. It is. From yeah. start to finish, you're like, that was fucking fun. You know what? That's not a great movie, but that was fun. I enjoyed yeah. every bit of that. Yeah. The, well, the first like 10 to 15 minutes, I was just like, oh man, teenagers and their angsty problems. But like as soon as right. they got into the game, I was like, oh, okay, perfect. No, this is good. I can Great. I can I can deal with this. Yeah, the but, cast yeah, is good. like solid. The jokes are like ah, decently written video game jokes that like oh I understand this joke they made and it's done in a way that I think even if you played one game on like an Xbox once you kind of get the gist mm. of what's happening and so like 
it's fun. It's a fun movie. Great. Like Again, it. The Rock. Yeah. Movie Viagra. <laughs> Throw him into a franchise. He will make that shit grow every time. Yeah. Uh, when rock. is, when no is that going to stop happening? I uh, don't know. Never. He is, he is like a ball of contagious energy. It is pretty crazy. <laughs> Anytime I watch an interview with him, I'm like, yeah, life. You know, I'm pumped up. <laughs> that's, that's, and it's the truest, too. I'm waiting for, like, somewhere for someone to be like, no, The Rock's actually a terrible person. And it would make me feel better because he's so nice and yeah. so good, like, so positive. You're like, okay, okay, I'm in. I'm buying into this. I love you, Dwayne. But, like. I, just love the, I love the fact his name is Dwayne of all things. I, that's like my my thing. Like when when really bulky like he man men have these names like Dwayne. It's like <laughs> this, such a macho. Name. You you could have changed it. You know you could have been no anything. But no name. no. I'm just gonna keep Dwayne, Dwayne. Johnson. It's a good yeah. name. I I read something about his like his daily routine is it he he works like 18 hour days he gets up yeah. at like 4 a.m and works out for three hours and then goes and shoots like 10 hours on the move on the movie set for whatever six movies he's doing that year it's just bonkers the guy plus is, he films his hbo show plus he does like the man works plus he somehow finds the time in all of that to eat like eight thousand calories <laughs> yeah <laughs> damn yeah. what it's like oh, can he just get like a cow that just follows him and he just takes right? bites out of it as we go. Yeah, he eats like six or seven meals a day, something crazy. It's oh, nutty. Yeah. It's, a, it's an inspiration up. when I'm like And he has a family. When I'm yeah. like at, when I'm like 10 a.m. like, I don't know if I want to get up. I see I see people like that and like, I gotta, you know, I gotta focus. I gotta get some some of that in my life. I just <laughs> I can't even figure out how and he doesn't do it like he goes and gets like five Big Macs. No, he like <laughs> eats healthy, but in a way that somehow plows like thousands and thousands of calories in his mouth. When do you have Jesse, the time for that, my dude? Well, Jesse, I'm gonna I'm gonna bust this shit right open. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. Shit. He hires a chef. Yeah, I was gonna say that's what that's what money gets you. It gets you <laughs> a lot of high quality food. But like. You still have to eat it, and that still takes. <laughs> yeah, you still yeah you're, you're just wondering how he's not like chomping while he's still working. That's yeah. <laughs> you know, like whenever people start bodybuilding, they're told to like eat so much, and at first it's like you feel sick because you're eating so much, but then your body gets used to like actually using it for stuff. Man, the rock, the so rock. rock. Yeah, yeah. We we can move on. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I, I, we don't need. I don't know that we can. Longer. Can we just spend the rest of the podcast talking about Dwayne the Rock Johnson? <laughs> it might be one of my favorite podcasts. It's like, like in, have you ever seen all of his movies? I just love him in this. movie. By the way, <laughs> he's literally remaking Die Hard. Oh but yeah, just yeah, yeah. With one leg, and I I'm still that. gonna go fucking see it. Yeah, I can't wait. So yeah, news. news. <laughs> yeah, what's up? What's going on in the world? Uh, TwitchCon dates announced uh, mm -hmm. October 26th and 28th in San Jose, California. Any of you guys planning on attending? Uh, maybe. It depends on the state of my babu at that time. True, true. But I, I like uh, will not be there. Oh. Saving all that energy for the BlizzCon. No, I just, uh, I think... TwitchCon is fun if you're going to like chill, mm -hmm. but for some reason, every time I go to like hang out and chill, I'm always like 
it's very overwhelming for me because everyone there is like in full hustle mode oh, all yeah. the time. Network. It's like, yeah. and it's cool because there's, I see all the parties and stuff and I see all everyone like dressed up and look fancy as fuck. And I'm like, God damn, everyone there is beautiful. This is incredible. Like, look at this amazing place. But the day to day of TwitchCon is like hustle city. Everyone's like, yo, this is my, this is my Twitch thing. It's what I do. And like, everyone, and I'm just like, y'all, can't we just grab a drink and hang out <laughs> not have to like promote ourselves for two days? Cause I don't want to do that. That's, this should be mm. fun and about community and us like enjoying what we're doing together. And instead it's just, uh, and I won't hate on, cause it, mostly it's people who are like have small viewerships who are trying to hustle and, and I will never hate on them for that, but it's overwhelming for me. Like, mm. I'm just like, I, I, I'm, I can tell you that I'll check your stuff out, but I'm be real honest with you. I don't have the time of the day to check my own stuff out. Like, I just, <laughs> I don't want to lie to you. I don't want to get involved in all the, like everyone jumping in and it's just too much. If they so, did it chill, I'd go more. The only thing last I ever, year, oh, no, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say last year I, I did a ton of panels and things. Um, and so uh, I wound up just being exhausted for it just because I was like constantly doing stuff. But the year before was really chill. It was, a, again, it was much smaller then. Yeah, but, um, it grows yeah, by leaps two, and bounds every year. Yeah, two years ago, it was like, people would just come up and be like, hey, what's up? And I'd be like, what's up? And that was that was it, right? Just like meeting a bunch of cool people. So um, I think that it, you can still get that experience out of it. But yeah, as it grows, there are more people who are like, this is where I need to be to grow my shit. <laughs> the only thing I ever see from TwitchCon that I'm like, oh, I wish I had been there is like the concert at the end. Because sometimes they actually oh. get some pretty legit performers. Oh, the events and all and the I'm stuff like, that happens are like, like super FOMO level. Where yeah. you're just like, oh, I wish I was fucking there. But everything else, I'm like, I might pass. <laughs> I could watch the stream. Like, yeah, that's the thing. I've I've definitely I felt like I've turned on conventions and events in in the sense that I still want to go to like meet up with people, like catch up with you guys in person, grab a dinner or whatever, get a drink. But the work side of it is just horrible. And it seems like usually if your goal is like if your goal is to get value out of the announcements and stuff, it's oftentimes better to just Stay chill at home. home. Yeah. Stay home and do a top five. What happened? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Especially stuff like E3 now where everything is streamed. It's not like, not like even five years ago where it wasn't, I didn't have as much of an online presence or the publisher slash developer didn't instantly upload the three minute high quality version of that trailer that you just right. saw in shitty quality on stream. So so at this point, the only reason I want to go, like I'm going to go to PAX East next year just because I want to hang out with people. You know, <clears throat> that's basically it. I feel like I'm done trying to work those events at this point. Mm. Same. Yeah, I, I feel I, like I don't miss it. I don't miss carrying around the huge camera rig. I no. used to carry around the tripod, the camera, the audio setup. We would do having this heavy ass backpack devs. and then like sweating like... the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> I think I, I'm definitely giving consideration to the fact that like, I think maybe next year, Unless someone's gonna give me money to show up, I'm probably not gonna show up to any conventions. I'm like, I'm thinking of just taking a year off and just chilling. Uh, You'll do Coxcon though, right? Yeah, I mean, that's that's uh, fingers crossed. That's the life plan. But uh, I, th I think next year might be like a chill year. But I'm already on that path. Where this year at PAX, I literally 
talked to, uh, I've made a lot of friends who work at PAX and I talked to one of them. I was like, what's that area? You know, the area outside where like everyone sets up a table and like sell their shit. Can I have one of those this year? And they're like, <laughs> okay. So I'm not going as media. I'm not going as press. I'm not going, I'm literally going to have a table outside. Uh, not even that. Uh, I am having a banner made that says Jesse sells out and I'm literally going to bring everything that I have that I want to get rid of and sell it for a dollar. Jesse talks yard sale. I love it. I love it. Everything that I'm like, well, I don't need this shit anymore. One dollar. So I'm just going to get rid of everything. And, and I had a few devs from like games, like publishers stuff be like, do you want stuff? I was like, sure, bring it. I'll sell your, give me your closet worth of swag. I'll sell it for a buck. That is happening. It is that's the, pretty this funny. is where I'm at right now in my life. Where I'm just like, fuck it. I'm just going to have fun and like sell weird shit for a dollar. <laughs> I got stuff I'm going to get rid of. Y'all don't even know. I Like at some point, I'm going to – I have two of them. At some point over the weekend, I'm going to be like, here's a graphics card, $1. A 1080, $1. Got to be there <laughs> at the right time though. You got to be – got to show up. Ain't right. nobody know what's going to happen. Jesse with the crazy so. giveaways and sales I'm, for $1. I'm, I think I'm done just trying to like – make it a business of going to conventions because that shit is insane it's draining and no you and you convention. get sick i get sick at every single one of them and then there's like weeks of work that are, are missed yeah. my whole life just stops the week before the week after podcasts mm. get canceled jesse's not going to be here for the next two podcasts because of his little thing called coxcon in telford in the uk so it's a little just a, bit, just a little get together yeah little get together That's july 21st so and 22nd and are yeah, tickets still I, available jesse cox oh uh, there are a few left um i'm not sure what the exact number is so don't hold me to that but i know if you go to the page you can still buy stuff so i assume they exist <laughs> uh don't you know I, I haven't actually tried to purchase one though, so if it doesn't work, don't blame me for telling you to go buy tickets uh, and it not working. But is I that hope like coxcon.co.uk is that your site? That is correct. Cool. Um, yeah. Are you and, looking uh, forward to the con this year? Uh, there's just a bunch of wacky stuff happening. Um, as usual, we're gonna have some devs there with their games. We're gonna play a bunch of stuff. Um, I'm not going to say that there'll be. A special guest, but I'm really working on trying to get someone to show up who's Ooh. British and may or may not be a detective. Maybe. Uh, Benedict who may, or may not, who may or may not ask you what this is for. Um, we'll we'll see. Uh, I'm just trying to get like a bunch of nonsense to happen, but um, <laughs> Dodger hopefully gets that reference. Uh, chat does now, but um, yeah, I just I just. Uh, I don't know. It's going to be chill. I think that's my pl my life goal is just to go into conventions as a influencer or media or whatever. If you're trying to work at a convention, it just isn't the same. It just isn't the same as it used to be. Mm. Um, San Diego yeah. Comic-Con is coming up too, actually. Which it that, is. For some reason, just it's at the same time as Coxcon. I it think it is. It's overlapping like one of the days at least, and I, that's just kind of blindsided me this year. I don't really know why. I've just not been up on my convention calendar that much. Do you guys watch the panels and stuff? And like, oh my gosh, so and so showing up? To this no, thing? I I went care. I went like two years, and literally, my the part that I love the most about San Diego Comic Con is the like. The, the artist area mm -hmm. and I can't 
you move like an inch per minute. It's it's, it is unbearable. So that's honestly my only reason for wanting to go. And when it's unbearable to even be in there, there's no reason for me to go no. anymore. The worst part is, is the reason you would go to those art areas is they always have like super exclusive. Like I just, you know, I only have three of these and I'm and you're like, oh my God, I want that so badly. By the time you get there, they're like, oh, it was purchased during the media hours beforehand. Right. So what a letdown Comic-Con is. There. If you've never been, God maybe, bless, maybe, go maybe enjoy. Go. But like, <laughs> I'm not going back. I'll never go back. I from what I've heard, Rose City and Emerald City. Emerald City is good. Both of those Comic Cons are really good. Yeah, Emerald City does really well on keeping things more spread out. San Diego Comic Con is my agoraphobic nightmare. I go yeah. in and mm. basically my face is like pushed up against the glass wall somewhere because there's just that many people trying to get in. And there's so many small children at those conventions that I just feel for. Like how they're not yeah. passing out from just like heat exhaustion from... I mean, I really want to talk to like some fire marshals who deal with san diego <laughs> comic-con because i i got oh i got some God. questions some of the pictures from anime expo this year i was like this was a hazard for sure like Aww. undeniably this was out of control the number of people who were at anime expo this year you you cosplayed at anime expo didn't you i, I, did. I saw photos <laughs> i thought that I was great did. yeah um my lovely friend angie viper who's also going to be at coxcon um she uh she really wanted to do naga from slayers and she mm -hmm. was like i know that you love slayers from when you were a kid do you want to be my lena and i was like i just had a baby <laughs> so i would love to but i don't know how that costume's getting done and she was like don't worry about it i'm just gonna come over to your house once or twice a week and we'll just make the costumes at your That's house awesome. and i was like okay yeah that would be fun so yeah we we uh slapped those together and it was uh, in the hundreds every day of Anime Expo. And I was so worried that things would start melting. That's the everything one Everything fell apart. Yeah. Literally everything fell apart. Like we hadn't even done anything and things were falling off. Yep. My armor was falling apart. Like just any adhesives that we used were just melting in the sun. And so. th this is why I, I stopped using foam for a lot of my cosplays and started going towards Warbler because I just, I can't stand when stuff falls completely but apart. even i mean warbla i use warbla itself as an adhesive so that's the right. only reason it kind of holds together it's because i'm not relying on something like e6000 or something right. to hold it together and i reinforce everything a million times over but that's what makes it so challenging cosplay yeah. is a dangerous pastime yeah like i had a lot of fun putting place. everything together but the actual day it was fun because we were together and we were just like well fuck it everything's falling apart but it was exhausting, man. Aww. Cosplayers, <laughs> like you, you gotta love it. You have to love it, otherwise yeah. it's just not worth it anymore. Yo, looking at these photos that you posted, uh, oh, I guess you didn't post it. Alexia posted it, but you retweeted that are like of the halls. Yeah, the temperature and the amount of people there. You would have had to carry me out. I would have been disgusting. like, disgusting. No, take me away. <laughs> oh, I would have been done. Are you kidding yeah. me? Uh, so also in, I guess, sort of, and I don't really know if to call this a convention. Um, do, do any of you guys actually play Warframe actively at all? 
No, Sam does. Okay. O- on and off. Like, I, that's one of those games that I <clears throat> usually revisit a couple times a year. But TennoCon was pretty lit. And, Everyone was talking about it this year. And that's the whole thing is I, I wanted to see if Tenno you guys... TennoCon? Well, mm-hmm. Tenno Live, they have like this um, dev stream that happens and they announce all these things for Warframe itself and... Um, you know, your favorite looter shooter giving you basically access to an Ash Prime Warframe if you tuned in on Twitch and had your Twitch account linked to your Warframe account. So you got like a deluxe Warframe just for watching it. Um, But they also announced that Warframe obviously going to be on the Switch, which I actually think that might cause a bit of a resurgence in Warframe itself because I just, I didn't really enjoy the gameplay loop that much on PC, but I can totally see where on the Switch it might get a little bit bigger of a fan base now it um, seems like uh <clears throat> seems like that's one of those games that has this really steady player base and like yeah. people keep coming back to it and 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 the the player base seems to be growing over time i, I don't know actual numbers or anything but i don't know it's cool you know and i think the funny thing about this game I, I don't even know if it's actually released yet i think it's still like in early access technically Maybe that's wrong, but it's one of those games that was like perpetually early access for like 10 years. I think I first played it like a year after I started YouTube. So 2011 or something crazy like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's pretty it's pretty cool. Like people complain, whenever the game comes up, I hear people complaining about the grind, but I'm like, that is literally <laughs> the game. So if you don't like grinding for loot, yeah, you're not gonna like Warframe. Yeah. Um, but no, Tenocon was cool, they announced a bunch of new stuff there's like a new open world area they added this like new <laughs> it's like it's like a better destiny i i hate to say it but <laughs> honest to god not they're trying to do different things but the dream in my head like before destiny came out the dream of what i expected that game to be which was like this large scale mmo fps i've always wanted this game that combined like halo and, and vanilla World of Warcraft. Mm. Like, I've always <laughs> wanted that game, and it still hasn't been delivered. And I think the closest to it is actually um, Warframe, especially now that they have these a couple of these massive, like, open areas. You know what I mean? It's pretty legit. Didn't, didn't they also add, like, like space battle? Yeah. yeah. They that... added, like, this co-op space battle stuff. Yeah, because I was seeing I was seeing people talking about it and being like, isn't this what Star Citizen has said they've been trying to do for? <laughs> Don't even get me started ever. on that game. We, we, we can't. Oh my god! And your great grandkids finally get to play it. Exactly. <laughs> it's gonna be amazing. The, uh, anytime I hear about Star Citizen nowadays, it's like there's a new fifty thousand dollars ship available. I'm like, yeah. great, awesome. I when's the game playable? <laughs> I remember paying whatever I paid for the Kickstarter in order to get a special like mining ship. Cause like yeah, I'll fucking like dick around and mine. Mm. What was that? Was like four or five years ago. Since then, I, I remember someone posted the other day like, "Man, if you were part of that original Kickstarter, you're probably really mad." See, I was part of that original Kickstarter. Ambivalent. I've <laughs> transcended mad. I don't. I no longer care. Yeah, I literally am unaffected by the announcements. Yeah. When people talk about it, to me, it falls in the category of Kickstarter project that I lost money on, that I just threw money away because yeah. I will. I don't ever believe that I'll see this game in a final, real form. It, but for some reason, they are making more money. It's than, crazy. Than some nations, some Isn't nations it like, don't have this money. Aren't they past like a hundred million or? And and for all the Star Citizen hardcore fanboys out there. 
the game is technically playable, yes, but it's like these like modules and I have to download this one. Like I'm talking about when they're like, the game's done. And, and you know it's it's in a complete or relatively complete package here you go once that happens then i'll be like okay now i'll check it out but i just don't know i don't know if the, i actually don't know if that's gonna happen i'm not not when but if mm. i'm actually concerned this is what because you hear about games all the time that get caught in development hell and you get feature creep and all this stuff happens and games are developed for 10 years until they're eventually canceled the, the problem with Star Citizen is like they told us at the start of that 10 year development period. And so everyone's <laughs> sitting here like scratching their head at this point. Right. I don't yeah, know. There's, it, Sorry, it, it, I didn't mean to mention the unmentionable game. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's okay. There's it's an, fine. There's another unmentionable game that's uh, like getting what put out to Xbox at the end of this month that we're also not going to talk All about. All right, listen. No, 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 no. <laughs> I am actually kind of no. looking forward to trying that out. I'll say this about, she's talking about No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky. <laughs> I'll say this about No Man's Sky. If No Man's Sky had launched with actual multiplayer, I think I think people might've been singing a different tune about the game. Because you look at how many- Delivered like, on 30% on of the promises, maybe well, people would've played this game. Not even just that, like you look at how many co-op survival sandbox games, which is exactly what that game is becoming yeah. this month, um, that launched with just like bare bone features. And like the features that were in No Man's Sky at launch, I think if if I could have played that with people and shot down other stupid people in space with my ship, I, uh -huh. I definitely would have played that game for at least like a few weeks or months or something. Longer than it would have taken me to complain about it. That's That's for sure. Yeah. But, but it was like, here's the sandbox game that's buggy. Yeah, it's missing a lot of the promised features, but I can only play by myself. Like, this is, gar <laughs> I don't want to do this. This is garbage, yeah. you know, so. Um, what, I, what I did want to mention um, real quick back at uh, Warframe is that the, uh, the port over to uh, the Switch is actually being done by Panic Button, who did Doom and also did... Um, uh, Wolfenstein as well as Rocket League. So I think the port mm. might actually be pretty might decent. Be okay. It might mm. be okay. Um, but I, I, I've been meaning to go back to the looter shooter that is Warframe, but I just, you know, maybe this will actually be the incentive for me. I, I yeah. have no idea. <laughs> I just, I went back. I went back to see on Kickstarter what, what I pledged and when for Star Citizen. Oh, Star. man. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> uh, 2013 was my pledge of $125 for the freelancer ship uh very excited for this i was like oh my god i'm gonna have this awesome ship i can fly around high-end ship focused on trade and exploration i was ready i was ready to go across the galaxy they made 2.1 million dollars on this kickstarter everything promised by november 2014 nice <laughs> did you can i can i ask you did you ever fly that 120 some odd dollar ship uh i've never seen it I've never, I, I, I will say I got a card that said I was a freelancer on it, sent to me in the mail. Nice. I know that was worth it. So if anyone wants, I was also going to get 5,000 galactic credits, exclusive access to alpha and beta. Ain't nobody sent me an invite to an alpha or a beta. Uh, spaceship shaped USB stick with game and all digital elements. CD of game soundtrack. Fold up glossy full color map of the game universe and hard cover Star Citizen manual. Never Amazing. said anything. 
Never seen any of that. Meanwhile, they have $180 million. <laughs> they're literally, they're literally just, they live in a pool of money. But whatever, cool. I mean, I have no question that they're spending a shit ton of that money because, so this is why games get canceled is because when you go, it's not just like like people say, oh, who cares if it takes 10 years? It's because that's 10 years of wages that you have to pay for. Yeah. That's where all the money goes is where you're paying people with six figure salaries and you're paying a hundred. I don't know what their team size is, but, and they probably freelance a lot of work anyways. But when you're paying that every month becomes like a big expenditure, even though they've made $180 million, uh, it's been since 2013. You can spend that money pretty quickly who, making a game who are you paying long. six figures to if your game ain't out already that's my question <laughs> that's my question if your game doesn't exist why are you all being paid so much yeah they're working hard jesse i'm sure of it i don't believe that for a minute i really don't i know somewhere there's some guy named like carl who has a mansion and he's just living it up and i say carl because i feel like of all the villain names carl is a sensible one so for, for all we know, it's just been an elaborate Bitcoin mining scheme and they've just been buying server racks. Past- all makes sense now. <laughs> <laughs> but Carl with a K, because that's even eviler. Speaking of evil things, uh, Amazon Prime Day is coming up. Mm. I had no idea that this whole thing had been a thing since 2015. This is the first year I'm actually kind of hearing about it. Oh, really? Yeah. What is this? Um, Amazon Prime Day. So it starts at 3 p.m. Uh, Eastern time on Monday, July 16th and runs to the 17th. And basically it is sort of their wannabe Black Friday, Cyber Monday thing, but on their terms. I mean, mm-hmm. they're, a lot of what I've seen so far is pretty decent deals on console bundles and maybe like some 4K TVs. And of course they shill all of their Amazon branded stuff like Echoes and, and whatever I used to buy a lot of anime on Prime Day. But I just didn't, I didn't even know that Prime Day was a thing. I just I saw at the top of my header on Amazon today. It was like six days until Prime Day. I'm like, Prime Day. <laughs> well, it's so it's I think it's coincided with a Twitch thing, actually, if you have it linked up to Twitch Prime. Yeah, there's supposed to be every day video until game the deals. 15th, you get a free game. Free game. Yeah. Which I don't, I, I'm, I'm so. not entirely sold on the whole Twitch game thing anyway. It seems like they want you to use their Twitch. Like, I haven't downloaded whatever Twitch thingy that they yeah. want you to Twitch use. App, I downloaded that for, because uh, it's the it's now it's now how you get add-ons in WoW. It's the ah. Curse app got rolled into it. Oh, It's actually nice because oh, it's 10 times better than I remember Curse. Uh, you can also just da- download them from the... Yeah, Twitch. then I have to unzip it and like... Uh, they have to make sure it stays updated. It's actually pretty easy on the Twitch. See, this is if how they, they roll, get you. Yeah, if they roll they that together, <laughs> yeah. it makes something convenient. Exactly. Yeah. Now if I've got 75,000 launchers on my desktop. <laughs> if, if I would have known that they had rolled it into that, then I probably would have installed it a little bit sooner. Um, I'm sort of umming and awing going back to WoW for Battle for Azeroth. Kind of. I said I wouldn't go back until they released Classic. Classic, classic 2015, yeah. uh, 2019, calling yeah, that, it. That is, that is guaranteed. Yeah, because I, I played ever since Alpha in original Vanilla WoW. And so I don't know why I want to relive the hell that was Vanilla WoW because there were Y'all so many things wrong. Y'all got them rosy colored glasses on. We well, do. No, people talk about it. I'm like, do you remember what <laughs> like, it was? Here's the thing. 
everyone, every, there's going to be so many people who come back, like your, your friends from college or high school or middle school, whenever you started playing WoW. They all have kids now. They got shit to They're do. They're going to cook it. So th this is why I guarantee it's happening next year because people are still like, we don't know when it's going to happen. But next year is the 15-year anniversary of WoW. This advertising basically writes itself. It's like celebrate 15 years of WoW by going back to the beginning. They're not going to do it on the 16th year. Unless they're waiting until the 20th anniversary, they're definitely going to do it next year. And, I, and people are going to come back. Yeah. And yes, most of them have kids and mortgages. You're right. But they're mm -hmm. still going to come back and get to level 10. It was, it was a lot less complicated back then. That's that's mm -hmm. what I remember. And and that's the whole thing. is I think it caters more towards casuals now. Less complicated? Less complicated, yeah. WoW back then was really less complicated unless you didn't what? have 39 other friends more, to go raid Molten It was a lot more invested, but it wasn't like... I, I, I hear what she's saying because there's like 70,000 systems now. To like, get to the, 1 to 60, that wasn't a big this. deal. I, I remember yeah. WoW before we had flying and people were like, oh, WoW is so easy. And I'm just like, dude, I had to run everywhere. I don't know what you're talking about. And then it's like, oh, well, you can now fly. You know, when, when griffins and things were no longer attached to a flight path, that was like revolutionary. That was like the greatest day of most people's don't. lives. You don't remember the dark times. Y'all never I don't played. the dark times. It, it's almost like you played something besides a shaman. And had to sit I there did. with power drop, did. and you were like, "Paladin loot." I was the, the only, I was, I was the only shadow priest allowed in my guild, mostly because I was a mana battery because I refused to heal people. Like, screw that. Oh, man. So, or yeah. you forgot that from fifty to sixty, there was literally no content. You just it's killed. Fine. Yeah. You just, just run Ubers. Fun. Just, it just was go run Ubers again and again and At again. At the time, it was phenomenal because nothing was like it. There was mm -hmm. nothing like it. It was the best MMO. But by today's standards, I the the perfect example that I got of what it was like was when they re-released um, Molten Core, and everyone mm -hmm. came back to play Molten Core, or the new people went to go play Molten Core, and they it was a forty. First off, you had to find forty fucking people, guys, <laughs> forty people in order to even do a raid. And if there was thirty-eight, you might as well just call it a night. And so we went to Molten Core this most recent anniversary. I think the ten-year anniversary. Went to Molten Core. Did all this shit. We're five bosses in, and some kid was like, "So, uh, are we almost done?" And I almost died from laughing at this poor sweet. <laughs> I was like, yeah, "Oh no, sweet child, no, no, child. There's another five to go." Like people who've been lost in here four in hours already. Uh, yeah, all the mechanics. The fact that boss fights involve like, okay, well, you have to like work on poison shit, and you have to dispel things. It it, it was much more complicated it was fucking crazy before I'm icons wild. existed and the entire fight looked like lucky charms like oh yeah. my god loved i can't it. even loved it. Pal paladins had to like rebuff everybody every two minutes paladins exist <laughs> what what is this yeah. well, what's a I, paladin the only, the only reason why i knew paladins were real is because we kept getting loot for them instead of shaman <laughs> and i was like wait why is this this way and they're like we'll fix it we'll fix it <laughs> Everyone can have paladins now. It's like, no, all I want was shaman gear. But can um, anyone forge block iron ore? I need someone who could smelt this. <laughs> oh my god, what a being an alchemist running to the flasks. It's just like I gotta make flasks. Can you guys clear this so I can make flasks? My one, the thing that I'll be fascinated with, like even though I won't play, I know a lot of people will. What is fascinating to me and the thing that I'm interested in is. I like, everyone likes the idea of like, oh, it's going to be a hard MMO. It's going to be like back in the day when it was difficult and like you had to really try and play and there was a lot mm. more like difficult. 
I wouldn't say that. Can... I think that there are more difficult fights now, so that way people who are playing now well, are the able to come back. Yeah. yeah. Before before fights were mechanical, you had to like right. know like when to dispel and when to do this or like how to deal with certain things. Now it's about like move out of the way of this ability while also trying to heal while also trying to like now it's about interactivity with the boss. Before it was different levels of like what you had to know and each class had a role in the fight. Um, mm -hmm. I'm curious what the uh, reception will be based on the fact that um, fuck I keep forgetting the name of this game which probably says a lot about the game uh, <laughs> the one that had a fox girl in it Dodger Wildstar uh, Wild Wild oh. everyone was like Wildstar is vanilla wow like I can't wait let's go back and play that and everyone was like this is boring and so I'm really <laughs> curious what the reception will be for vanilla when people go back and if they'll stick with it and they'll be like yeah this is exactly what I wanted or they'll be like you know what this is boring and so I'm, yeah I, I i think like I, i'm i imagine myself and a lot of other people will come back and play for like a couple weeks couple of months there'll be a lot of fun with the nostalgia playing with your like the fact that a lot of people are going to coalesce and play this all together is going to keep a lot of people around for a little bit but the mechanics were a lot simpler and honestly looking back on it i think the biggest thing that made raiding hard back then beyond finding 39 other people was fighting your lag and True. making sure you didn't True. get stuck in the fire because you had 15 frames a second because everyone had terrible computers and or terrible internet. You know what I mean? Like the mechanics were really simple back then looking back on it. And I think with modern computers and modern internet, everyone's going to be like, this is brain dead. Yeah. Like it's just tedious. And also like you had to, you had, if you were a caster in vanilla, you had to sit down and drink for like 20 <laughs> seconds in between every other pull. Yeah. Yep. You would kill two raptors, conjure up your little mana thing, and sit there for 20 seconds before you could kill another two raptors. You had to like, prepare for everything. You had to bring candles. It was uh. nuts. <laughs> Tedious for sure. I'm still looking forward to it. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm just looking play. forward to seeing my beloved world like not distraught by cataclysm. That's that's all right. I want. I just want the original world mm -hmm. the way that it was. And and I don't know. I did that like way, way back when Burning Crusade came out. We did a um a project called Arcanist Belt where we literally made it mandated you could only be from level one to sixty and you we only did the vanilla content. And it was so much fun, but there were so many events that obviously didn't take place. Like on my original server on Kalthas, I opened the Encourage gates and like that was amazing. Like collecting stuff for that long and like I don't know, that was an experience. So yeah, mm. part of it is rose tinted spectacles and whatnot, but I don't know. I'm I'm hoping that some people will at least give it a chance. It'll happen. It, like, <laughs> All I can think about the entire time is 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 just Jenna in a video that's like make Azeroth great again. Back when better. We can go back there. That's all I can keep. We can, it's we can really do that. Me... Do you remember like a, being like in Alterac Valley? Yeah. Yeah. Great again. Do you remember like when we could be in Alterac Valley for like a week and it's yeah. the same Alterac Valley because there was no that cross server anything? I'll go back. That was if, amazing. I'll go back. I'm in the Frost Giant yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we're not even halfway through. We keep on getting pushed uh... back. It's like you would that log is... out and log in based on that. I remember grinding for Marshall in, in PvP when I played a lion uh... side once upon a time. And that was that was 
horrific. That's like worse than than PVE. The point. only people I knew who did that were two brothers who would play twenty four seven, and they just alternate. I like, feel who got like Grand we Marshall? Paid. Yeah. yeah, I feel like I played probably at least eighteen hours a day at that point yeah. when I was doing the Marshall grind. Yeah. It sucked. <laughs> I don't even know why. I didn't even like wearing the gear. You wouldn't wear it unless you were doing PvP. So what was the point? But That's the other thing. People talk about how great Torn Mill and South Shore PvP was. <laughs> it was literally just two frames a second. And you'd move forward and you'd die to rain a fire or blizzard or some shit. Like, I don't... Maybe it's it, true. Maybe it's but not we were as the good best. as I oh remember. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, that, that was fun. <laughs> games um fortnite uh putting out llamas in the world real live llamas yeah they put um there's like a big there's llamas in europe (laughs) they're like they're taking elements from inside of the game and in the game they're vanishing and then they're appearing in real life so i think the first one was like the big hamburger that's on top of something yeah the hamburger vanished in the game and then it appeared like huge like 12 feet in the middle of the desert it was crazy yeah and a photographer just like happened to find it and there was a secret agent there who like gave him a card with a phone number on it (laughs) and like weird shit and yeah now there are llamas popping up in europe yeah out of like a a red phone box there was a llama and i'm just like wow that's magical so um kudos to epic i guess for decent marketing Uh, they (laughs) yeah they are having fun which i guess is it's you crazy. Money. Yeah, yeah you have that much money. Yeah, you gotta like think of some fun stuff to do. I Seasons. don't even I like I don't pay that much attention to the game anymore. But I am seriously impressed. I mean, they're doing it because they're making millions a month. Oh, but yeah. I'm seriously impressed with how on like this is like really cliche term, but like they're on the pulse of the gaming community. Like they they're right. they're like on top of this game. They're yeah. patching it, adding new stuff like every week. They're doing all these fu- even in a battle royale game, they're like, hey, this ro- well, first of all, they completely overhauled the map like a couple months ago. And then they're doing things like they're launching this rocket and making this big spectacle event yeah. that gets it gets everyone People talking dying. about it again. <laughs> it's on every single platform that exists now. Like it's nuts, man. They're yeah. Season five launches on Thursday, this Thursday, and I'm just like, is it really season five already? Yeah. It's like I don't yeah. even play this game, but it's just. I mean, I I hear about it in just everyday conversation, and it's just it's everywhere. They've had an awful lot of luck, though. Like, if you if you were to go back and look at the trajectory of this game, the things that happen besides good management on their part, you have everything from. PUBG suing them and making a spectacle out of the event <laughs> were like literally free publicity to the game. It helped them, yeah. Yeah. And then you have people like celebrities. The minute Drake is like, I want to play this game, and then other celebrities see him playing and are like, yo, can I play with you too, Ninja? At that I'm also point, super into Fortnite. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, that, and so at that point, an audience that had no idea it even existed was now in. There's so many moments that it just keeps growing and growing and growing and growing. All because of what is technically fluke shit. Like, I don't know that this could ever be replicated by another gaming company ever. No. Like, they are very lucky with what they have, and I think they're smart by playing it as, like, we're just gonna have fun, and we're not gonna be too serious about our game. Thank you for playing. Let's do some crazy shit. And I think that's a solid way to go. Yeah, they're definitely definitely doing a good job of capitalizing on all of 
the success that they've had and they just yeah. they just keep people talking about the game I, I don't even want to talk about Fortnite anymore I'm me either but, it, but but llamas how can you not talk about llamas <laughs> yeah they just show up in real life um so yeah that, i guess that's basically our first hour so we we blew through most of our news uh we're going to go to a break and uh our lovely dukes has done a squarespace ad for us this week real dumb guys (laughs) (laughs) perfect Uh, so after the after the awesome ad uh, that will air we'll come back and we'll actually get into the games segment of our show and um i don't know if force has brought with us uh, um with him a host topic but we can also get into that as well so stick around and we will be right back as soon as i find the right buttons (laughs) yeah yeah Today's episode of Co-Optional Podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Whether it's a domain, website, or store, make your next move with Squarespace. Now I know what you're thinking. Dodger, you're just a mom who's secretly also a robot. Like, what do you know about cool stuff? Well, for a mom on the go like me, I don't have time to make a website from scratch. That's why Squarespace's award-winning templates make it easy. Just grab a gorgeous picture of a bucket of resistors and voila, you've got the beginnings of your very own website. Their customer service is so easy and available that I can get my questions answered with extra time to put the baby on the charger. Next time you need to make a website, take it from this mom slash robot. Start your free trial today at squarespace.com slash co-optional to get 10% off your first purchase. Squarespace, make it. And welcome back to the Co-Optional Podcast. Hope you guys Hello. enjoyed that awesome Squarespace ad by our own Brooke. Yay! Good job, Dodger. Good job. You did Thank it. you. <laughs> so, games. Um, or do we want to do a host topic first? We could talk about games after. Do you have anything for us, Forrest? What would you like to talk about today? Uh, I had two. I was going to ask you guys which one you'd rather talk about. Sure. Okay, uh, okay so it's either... Um, either wow, like uh, how impressed, how impressed I am specifically how impressed I am that the game is like still relevant and what Blizzard's done to like, keep it that way or battle Royale games. I know they're two <laughs> wonderful topics that I'm sure Whoa. you're all very interested in, but I don't but, know. So, what do you, what do you guys like, think? Which one do you want to talk about? You guys were already started the deep dive on. Wow. That's I true. will say I can't contribute to that so i can just say <laughs> okay ah mm, so ba- let's talk about yes. let's talk about battle royale games then um the, the plethora of battle wonderful royale games. everyone's favorite topic uh so this is coming off of like a couple months ago i made a video talking about the insanity that was the number of battle royale games um mm. coming out this year and, and it's 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 been compounded since then and like, so yeah, everyone knows and expects that a lot of Battle Royale games are coming out, but I, I I actually looked at like the numbers and this is like the fastest growth from like, so so you, you, like look at any genre, like look at um, FPS, MMOs, card games, Minecraft-like games. When you have that first big game that explodes and then the successive games that come after it, Battle Royale is just insanely faster than anything else. It was like, like I looked at MOBAs, okay? So the first big MOBA that came out, which was the Warcraft 3 mod, there were some before it, but this was the one that like everyone knew about. And then after that, it took like, it took like six years for, I think the number was like 14 other games to come out. And I looked at the same thing with MMOs post-WoW. It took like three or four years until 
14 games came out. Minecraft likes it took like three or four years. In the first year since um, Battle Royale games have exploded, in the first year, there have been over 14 games. Yeah. Right. So like part of the reason is because it's kind of easy to make Battle Royale games. Like it's not... Jump it's, in, jump it's out. It's a pretty, yeah, it's a pretty, it's a pretty simplistic idea. I mean, in many ways, it's just a game mode. It's, it, mm. you could look at it as not even a, a game in and of itself. But like in these next two weeks, we've got two new Battle Royale games coming out. And I guess I'm just curious. I, I don't even know if I'm doing this right. Is this how host topics work? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, no, seriously, yeah. you just bring Nailing something it. and we talk about it. Yeah. Okay. So I guess I'm curious, like, if you guys feel like there's, much or any more room for another battle royale game to get at or near the level of what's the okay the two biggest ones are PUBG and Fortnite. Right. Do you think yeah. anything else going forward could could reach let's say at least PUBG? I think well, that um, sorry everybody yeah. jump in. <laughs> Go for it. I was going to say that I I feel like with um the with the current landscape that we have with Twitch Pretty much any battle royale game, as long as it's made well, will get its fair shake because people are looking for other battle royale games to play. Like Realm Royale was huge for a few days. You know, like they're they're all getting their time in the sun and their time in front of like potential buyers' eyes. Um, so I I feel like we are definitely still in a in a place where they can thrive, whether or not they'll you know, actually. Well, let's just assume, let's level. just assume that nothing will surpass Fortnite because that's right. like an insane cultural phenomenon kind of thing. But it's, I'm, I'm, I'm actually even specifically looking at PUBG because I get the sense that there's a chance PUBG gets replaced at some point in the next few years. I think PUBG might. Especially looking at like, we got Call of Duty and Battlefield stepping into the picture. Hmm. And that brings something that PUBG has never had. And much as I love the game, I played it a lot. But boy, the polish and the like, it still feels janky as hell. Right. I, I think this goes back to a conversation we've had on here a lot in the past, which is the idea that um, during these cultural phenomenon swings, right, whether it's MMORPGs or MOBAs or whatever, there is the trend of something comes out, it's huge, and everyone else is like, we have to make something like that because that's where the money is. And I think the reason why you saw in the past um, it taking a little bit longer is because people were like, oh, from scratch, we have to make a thing. Mm -hmm. And I think with a Royale game, you can use assets you already have to pump something out quick, which makes it more effective because you're in the zeitgeist, you're in the moment of like, yeah, everyone wants to play these games. And so you don't have to wait for a MOBA that comes out six years too late. Which I think is the biggest problem is people trying to cash in on a thing that's already flown by because development yeah. times. Right, that's what happened with MMOs. Like, look yeah. at all the oh, ones yeah. that came out four years late. Look at <laughs> fucking There's... zombie games. People no, are still yeah. like, are zombie games finally coming out? And we're like, uh, sorry, buddy. <laughs> and I think that's I think that's the big thing with with battle royale games is because they can be made so quickly. Um, people can capture on it. Now it's about making something that people want to play. And I think you're definitely right. Fortnite is a phenomenon. It's not something that can be replicated. I don't expect anyone to get close to it. Yeah. I think everyone at this point is fighting for second, and second's still a lot of damn money. So um, I'm interested to see what takes PUBG's place. I think you're also right on that. PUBG yeah. was the first, and it was by no means perfect. 
And so it was the first one that blew up. It wasn't right, the first one to happen, but yeah. yeah, it was the first like successful one. But it also yeah. had a lot of problems in it. That after going through all these other battle royale type games, uh, when it comes down to it at the end, what people actually see and what they want is something that's fun to jump in, jump out. If you die, you can jump right back in, and there is no downtime, and it's simple. And I think mm. that's something you learn from the transition from, uh, like, even if you go MMOs and RTSs to MOBAs, where it's instead of eight buttons to press, now you're pressing four. And now it's like, okay, we're going to take the idea of a MOBA and simplify it down to something where it's literally just like moving around and pointing and clicking at stuff, and that's it. And I think the simpler stuff gets with gaming, the more and more successful it'll be, which is mm. crazy sounding, but that's like the way it is. That's what people want. So. Well, I mean, like when, when they announced that Fortnite was going to be on phones, I think of a lot of us were like... <laughs> Okay. But literally every kid that I know plays Fortnite on their phone. Yeah. Yeah. So I think you're right. Like the simpler deal. things are, the easier they can reach more people. Mm -hmm. And they're, and that's the thing is they're, they're inherently fun all the time. I've never not had fun playing a battle royale mode because even if you die, you're instantly like, okay, let's start a new one. Next, and, yeah. And, and, and uh, even though I totally got paid, Hashtag, I was paid to do this promotion. I played Trove, which is like a uh, Minecraft-esque voxel game. But they added, in their new expansion, they added a uh, Battle Royale mode. Except it's you use bombs. And you just, like, throw bombs at each other. And that shit is incredible. It's so fun, I forgot to actually do the ad placement stuff. <laughs> That's how much fun I had. I got yelled at by the company because they were like, you didn't even promote it. I was like... I played for two days and you only wanted one day. Like that's how much fun I had. Yeah. And I think it's one of those things where it's just, you get caught up in the insanity of a battle Royale mode where it's like, this is great. And there's so many ways to go about it. And so many strategies of how to, you can be the person who literally just hides and waits. Mm. Yeah. You can be the person that runs in, goes crazy. There's a million ways to do it. I think it's a solid games. Like it's why the hunger games should happen guys. Yeah. It's just what yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> I remember having that conversation with Planetside 2 devs years ago. It's got to at least be six years ago. And they were talking about adding a Hunger Games type battle royale mode into Planetside. And we consulted with them on it and were just like, yes, this could totally be a thing and it would be very successful. But yeah. looking back on it back then, there's a very different, I don't know, landscape where we are now where battle royale as a mode versus battle royale as a entire game unto itself is very different. Um, mm. We have things like the the culling two that's come out today, for example. Uh, did any of you guys play the first culling by uh, any chance? Yeah. No, but I hear the culling two, uh, a lot of people are refunding. <laughs> yes. The only and thing I know is I saw a tweet from Sam earlier today that was, it seemed very angry and I was like, oh. Yeah. All right, if he's mad, it must be shit. <laughs> yeah, general response to that's pretty poor because they basically took everything that made the culling unique and interesting in the first place and they got rid of it. It's mm. basically just like a H1Z1 PUBG mashup right now. Yeah, it's like, oh my so, gosh, it's the television funny. show. It's got all the things, you know, that yeah, makes it amazing. I hate that. I, yeah, I so do I. That. And it's very, like, canned Fine. and very cheesy. But keep in mind that the original culling came out in 2016, as in they just mm. ended development on the first one eight right. months ago. I wonder why. Maybe because things like Fortnite and PUBG are getting so up there and 
it's like, hey, well, let's re-release, you know, let's release a sequel. It's like our player base has gone so far down. I remember going into the OG calling and thinking, you know, hey, this would be great if there weren't tons of bugs and they kept on it, feature creep was a problem. They would mm -hmm. add more things to it, and it ruined what was, in the beginning, a very distilled and visceral battle royale kind of game. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, lost support. The player base goes completely to pot, which is to be expected. And now, ooh, I saw on just on the game's release list, I was like, what? The Calling 2? They actually went ahead and made that? But Yeah. But, but, but what why? If? <laughs> what if? Yes. I bought Dodger a white wig and I had a purple wig and then we announced the <laughs> Hunger Games together. <laughs> Just what if? May the odds I mean, be ever do that. in your favor. Yeah, you can have a what, crazy white wig and I'd be like, what do you do? It'd be great. It'd be amazing. It'd be the best. That girl on fire. Right? Come on. Yeah. Let's make it happen. Absolutely. Um, I feel like, I feel like what, what might be in demand right now because we have acknowledged that PUBG is still just kind of like like kind it's of garbage-ish <laughs> um and they keep saying they're going to make it better and it's not getting better really fast enough I feel like yeah if one of these triple a like companies were to just make a really good yeah. serious battle royale game and nail it there's just yeah. probably do really well. Say, say what you will about AAA games. There's always this level of polish mm -hmm. between like the gameplay and animations in particular. Like that stuff, it still looks, PUBG still looks like an indie game to me, which is fine. Mm -hmm. Indie games are fine, but it's just this. It still looks like a mod to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the other thing too is I'm really looking forward to, I mean, like at its core, all. This is kind of what happened with MMOs. It was like MMOs was the first time for a lot of people where you got this gameplay, this RPG experience on a big scale. Like all, all battle royale games are is just deathmatch, but on a large scale now because like the technology and the internet finally can support that like real time combat. But I'm really looking forward to moving away from the FPS, um, just combat style into more like. I'd like like a Dark Souls combat battle royale or like an an RPG, like almost like an MMO style battle royale, like that mm. kind of stuff. I'm really Realm Royale is kind of doing it, but Realm Royale also feels a little I don't know what the right word is, just like floaty animations are a little awkward, something just a little off about it. So <laughs> I don't know. We're gonna we're definitely gonna see a lot more of these next four years, probably. Yeah. Until people are just completely sick of the genre. I think a lot of, I think a lot of what's going to sort of dictate the the future of these games are going to be things like cross play and being able to be supported across multiple platforms. I know that obviously this is kind yeah, of like Sony. old news. Sony obviously for Fallout 76 aren't they're not going to be able to be supported that way uh, because Sony basically said, "Oh, well we have a contract when people play on our servers and you know, mm. we we want to keep them safe." It's like, "What are you telling me that like Xbox doesn't keep players safe when they're playing Minecraft?" I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I'm sorry. Is there a bodyguard that like comes out so and is like, weird. we're gonna protect you against griefers? No, it's like no. I I don't understand that whole Sony comment. It's like we have a contract and and we need to keep people safe. That's the reason that you won't allow 
Fallout 76? It's just because yeah. they're Sony? ahead. That's it. They're ahead. Yeah. They don't need to do it. Although it seems like like general internet opinion is turning. Who knows how valuable that really is. We're yeah. supposed to be like 5% of the actual gaming player base, the people who are vocal on the internet. But True. Anyway. <clears throat> I just I remember when console wars were like the thing, like what, 10 years ago? And now it's platform wars. That's all it is it's like oh yeah. well i can play fortnite on basically everything and then some can play skyrim on just about everything and then some but no no so i mean for battle royale royale games i feel like that is going to dictate some of the future whether or not these other platforms are going to be accepting enough to say yes of course meanwhile nintendo which once upon a time used to be like gangbusters and wouldn't let you do anything oh things for switch yes Give us all of your stuff. We'll put it on our platform. We don't care about your safety. Yeah. <laughs> Which is just such a weird 360 from the usual Nintendo mentality. I think it well, was smart, though, because the Switch is. has become like like a portable indie machine. After the fail of the Vita, I, I feel like they just kind of like slipped right in. They're like, oh, all those people still regretting that Vita purchase? We're just going to slip right in here. We're just going to... Mm. I still have so yeah, many. For the most part, Switch. Like, <laughs> Besides indies, it's hard to pinpoint. Like they're smart doing that because it's hard for me to pinpoint what major games besides Nintendo games are on Switch. Yeah. Right. So like, if they want to pad the catalog, it has to be indie games. It has of course. To. But I'm just glad to see so many of them actually being ported and ported sure. well. That's yep. that's the big thing. Ported well for the Switch. Mm. All right. Battle Royale. Battle Royale. That was the topic. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> awesome. So yeah. now we can we can talk about some games. Uh, games. Can I basically... talk about a game? Yes, by all means, go for it. So um, there's a roguelite that I've been playing called Wizard of Legend, mm. and it's super fun. It's really really fun. Um, the idea is that you're a wizard who's like doing sort of sort of wizard games, I guess. Um, it's it's very dungeon crawly. There are three different bosses that you have to defeat in order to have, like, beaten it. Um, and you have a, a deck of arcana or, like, your spells. So you get to change your loadout in between every time that you go into the dungeons. Um, you have different outfits that you can put on that give you different boosts. And there are also items that you can equip, but you can only equip one item before you go into the dungeon. Um, it's, it's really nice because, uh, playing it feels really good and you have lots of different ways that you can assemble the spells so that you do tons of damage and you feel really powerful. Um, but it also has two different currencies. So there are gems that you can find and you use those like in the real world. Like when you get spit out, you can use the gems to buy like a new spell or a new item or whatever. Um, but when you're in the dungeon, you have gold, and the gold can only be used in the dungeon. So any items or spells or anything that you buy in the dungeon disappears once you're spit back out, but you're not you're not losing anything by spending that gold. You know, it's not like it's not like you're buying something in there and being like, oh, this is totally impermanent and I'm really gonna regret buying this because when I get back out there, I could buy something permanent. They just have two different currencies for it, which makes it really right. nice. Um, and uh, yeah, I have yet to beat the second boss. I've <laughs> <laughs> they like they alternate. There's like a fire lady, 
um, a, a rock dude and an ice lady. And when you go in, it's, it's randomly generated and um, you might have to go for the ice boss first, or you might have to go to the fire boss first or, um, but when you get to the second boss, regardless of what it is, they're way stronger. So I'm like, <laughs> like, oh my God, what is it like to fight the third boss? But you do, you do feel yourself getting more and more powerful over time and you have like better and better stuff. Or at the very least, you have um, more things to choose from to sort of like assemble a loadout that really works for you. Um, it, it looks a lot more fast paced than what I would have expected for a game kind of in this style, if that makes yeah. sense. It's oh, my God, this game is so f it's entirely up my alley. Like this is totally the sort <laughs> of game that I can play for hours. Um, Are you playing this with controller, by the way, or I am? Okay. Yeah, I've been it playing. It seemed like it, it lent a... itself to that. <laughs> yeah, I've been playing it with a PlayStation controller, um, just because Sam already had it hooked up. But nice. yeah, it's super fun. I highly recommend this game if you like if you like roguelites. It's so great. Um, the feel of it, honestly, like like the speed of it feels kind of dead dead cellsy. Mm. When you're playing dead cells, you feel like you're able to just kind of dart around if you really want and just do a bunch of damage and keep moving. Um, this feels like that except bumped up a little bit because you have so many different spells you can do. So it feels just really nice. <laughs> yeah, right now it looks like it's uh, $15.99 on Steam. Mm -hmm. It looks really cool. Yes, chat's right. I also found an item that gave me a horse head and I really just never wanted to take it off because I was just a person <laughs> in a wizard cloak with a giant horse head. There you shit. go. Awesome. Mm -hmm. I was looking to see if they had made anything else that I might have known about, but unfortunately, I don't think they've made anything else that I've played. I don't know. Hmm. But yeah, that's what I've been That's what you've been sinking time into? into. Yeah, yeah, I've uh, I've been playing a lot of Vampire after getting the uh, getting the nod from you, Brooke. That yes, how do you like it? Tell okay, me so <laughs> problems I have with Vampire. Okay, yes, um, yes. I, I do very much like the choices versus progression. You were right; you totally nailed it. I you know obviously I was prepared to do a lot of reading, a lot of walking. Mm -hmm. It's right. all good. Um, I had some frames dropping <laughs> within like the first two oh, minutes no. and I'm like, I'm on an i7 laptop. So I'm just trying to figure out like, why is this happening? It's like, is it my GPU actually bottlenecking? Um, there was a bit of stutter here and there. The settings menu is a bit <laughs> lull, yeah. but the game is capped at 62 FPS. So of course I went in and edited it to alleviate that problem. Um, the FOV is too narrow and you can't do anything about it. So, I mean, I'm just being nitpicky about settings here, but yeah, yeah. that's that's me. <laughs> um, and the, most of the game stutters when I move my mouse around really quickly. Even if I disable like mouse acceleration, um, mm. I get a bit of stuttering here and there. Then again, I am playing on PC. I'm not sure if this one is technically considered a port. Um, it looks a bit like a port, but I don't know. I I'm not so I certain I played with a keyboard and mouse for a decent amount of time, yeah. and then somebody was like, "You should really try playing this with a controller. It's a lot better." I might so I, do that. Then. I swapped a <laughs> controller, and it did feel better. Yeah, 
Yeah. So it felt I, like I had a bit more control over the camera, if that makes sense. No, it, it totally does. Um, so aside from the performance issues and, you know, again, just being restricted by options menus, other than that, I mean, the game itself is nice. Um, I just thought it was a little odd to have those performance issues in a don't nod game. Yeah. That just seemed odd Especially to me. Especially like right off the bat. Yeah. <laughs> it's like as soon as I loaded so up, sad. it was like black screen and then green screen at one point um, with a multi-monitor setup. I had got a little bit of a, a epileptic flashing. I was just yeah. like, I was like, oh, that's not good. Let's, let's just move this to the laptop but again it's probably just being bottlenecked by my my gpu at that point because uh, i think that it's even i7 laptop but it probably only has like a 680m in there and so that's probably like middle of the road not really meant yeah. for ultra settings uh, so i brought the game over to the actual rig and that's of course when i saw the stuttering still continuing and i'm just like okay so this is a bit of a, a an issue with looking around it's like why if, if i'm looking around so much like that makes no sense why am i dropping frames just from looking yeah, around that's, that's really odd but the the game's been interesting narratively enough for me to continue on so i am enjoying it um so i've been flipping between that and um more of detroit which we talked about at during the last show still mm -hmm. still cranking out getting all of these endings that uh, i want to get and i actually went back to playing until dawn <laughs> really I don't know why. I um, gotta keep you gotta keep those little sweet children alive. I know. No, kill them all. Let I, them all die. I, I hate QTE with with all every <laughs> every bit of my being. I'm really bad at QTE stuff because I don't play console games a whole lot. I I did growing up and and I'm just like, oh yeah, I know where all these buttons are when I was growing up, but now it's like <laughs> It's like I have to look down. It's like I feel like the person yeah. who has to look down at every single letter they type or Can something. I tell you a bullshit thing i learned about until dawn okay a lot of, a lot of the things in that game involve the controller mechanics right yes and there's many moments where it's like stay still and the controller starts rumbling you have to like keep it right flat. yeah you literally can just go in and turn off the rumble function uh, fuck you i did not know that was possible that is <laughs> I, I was told that, that. i was i was told to do that like uh, oh John's, i was like yeah John told me to do that a long time ago when I first picked it up to play it. And then I just, I never, I of played through it once. It, yeah. He told me, he's like, well, you should just turn that off. And I'm like, no, <laughs> what? It's like, I, it's a feature. Man. It's a feature. I would cheat the hell out of that. If I, if I had known <laughs> at the time, I would cheat the hell out of that. Mm. But yeah, that's basically what I've been playing. What about you, uh, Jesse? What have you been, oh, what, what was that um, epileptic? thing that you were playing on stream last night it oh looked amazing so, it sounded amazing uh, those of you who don't know just shapes and beats is yes. oh yeah that's a great game fucking awesome um so the for years simon the head dev of that game has been to every pax and every pax he's the guy who has that loud ass booth with that just pumps out jams that everyone like stands in front of and he annoys every other booth around him and it is an amazing game i played it every single time and we became like cool friends. And so uh, he was like, would you help with a GoFundMe that I'm doing? And uh, every time that you die, I'll donate money to the GoFundMe. I was like, hell yeah, I'm in, let's do this. Um, and so I played through the game last night. I played it before, uh, but I played through it last night um, through the entire story mode. And uh, the story mode is really, really good. It's, I don't know, three hours long maybe, but the music and the visuals and the shit that happens in that game is so good. 
It's so good. It uh, it, it is literally just shapes and beats. That's as simple as it gets. Uh, but it's very creative. The way they there's one level that I loved where you literally it starts with like a James Bond opening, and you have to like go in the middle to not. Basically, you are either a square, a triangle, a circle, or a pentagon? Question mark. And um, you are trying to avoid the pink colors, essentially. And there's, it's, it's such an incredible experience, uh, just to like jam out to the music and just get into it. The music um, is is pretty phenomenal. That was the one thing that just struck me as soon as I tuned into the stream. I was first for a moment, I was just like, what? is this i just i couldn't yeah. wrap my head around it i'm just like how do you understand like who you are and what what are you trying to do but the music was actually really great yeah the the, the crazy thing is so what's on the screen right now is like one of the earlier levels and it starts out very much like kind of bullet helly ish and then it transforms from that to the minute you get to the first boss fight which is something you're like what the minute you get to the first boss fight is when shit gets like out of control and from that point on it becomes a different experience uh, it starts very, very like, oh, yes, dodge dodge the pellets and all the different things and the colors that go with the music. And then suddenly the game changes. And you go from uh, what appears to be just level to level to level to there's a world map and a story. And, like, it is genuinely awesome. Um, I'm definitely not the only one. I, I heard all day yesterday about how much Cry loved the game. <laughs> like, it is – it's a super fun experience. I definitely think – you God, probably would this. have an easier time playing with uh, friends. Yeah. But solo mm. can be done. I played through it by myself. I died on one level. It, the level, I think, was called, like, Best Friends or something like that. <laughs> F that level. It was one of the – I might have died, like, 80 times on that level. I made it through with – with uh, up until that point, not dying once. Hit that wall, and it was, like, downhill from there. And everything about this thing is so good. But – um. The minute you get to uh, the first boss fight, when you get to the Mortal Kombat level, like all those different things is so much fun. And the music is so good. Um, the final boss fight is great. I've never enjoyed a fight. I haven't enjoyed a final boss fight like that in forever. So you've uh, played the whole game already. I played it all in one stream. Uh, yeah. I've played it before. There's some levels that I haven't played all of, but I played bits and pieces over the course of like four years. So I've played most of the game. And so I just sat down and played from start to finish. Um, and the final boss fight is like a hell of a lot of fun. It's so ridiculous. Um, the music is perfectly timed to it. Uh, and it's, yeah, it's just a very cool game. It's out on switch now, which I think even though it's out on PC, you should pick this shit up for switch. This is, you're traveling on a plane kind of jam because you get to listen to music, you get to play, and then you randomly can shout on a plane like, fuck! Because <laughs> that is most of what my... I'm telling you. One level got me. Every Almost all my deaths were from one level. Actually, two levels. Oh, my God. Boss fights, you don't have, like, save spots. You don't have, like, checkpoints through the level. So if you fail, you just start back over. The th second to last boss is literally it i i repeated it thank god so i really it's this is one of those games where it seems very very difficult but if you can figure it out just like dark souls from that point on you can replicate it right, right. And so like in the i replicated it a bunch of times but the minute you you start some of the boss fights and it goes from 
I can't even. Oh my god! There's one fight where literally the whole screen starts spinning and buzz saws are like coming at you, and you have to move against the screen as pel. Fuck that shit! It was so frustrating, but like you can't. You're just jamming to the music and you're having a good time. It's really good. It's a solid game. So that's all. Man, I'm I want to play this so bad now. It looks yeah, awesome. it's good. <laughs> what about you, Force? Anything that you've been playing recently? Yeah. I feel bad. I'm always a terrible guest when it comes to this part of the podcast because <laughs> no I usually just like play like either these old games or I play one game for months at a time. So to cut to the chase, I've pl been playing WoW recently. Uh, I'm getting ready for the new expansion, uh, Battle for Azeroth, which yeah. is coming out. Did in you decide I have to? Do you decide you know, to go Monk? I think I'm going monk. Yeah, ah. I, I'm excited. I've, I've played a warrior as my main since vanilla for every expansion. And I kind of wanted to try something new and I played around with the monk. I was like, I'm having a good time. So I'm going to, I'm going to stick with that. So I just kind of been, every time you leave wow for even a month or you come back, it's <laughs> like, everything's new. So kind of readjusting to the game, figuring out my class and get just getting ready so that when the expansion comes out, I can hit the ground running. I, I envy your position, my dude. I, <laughs> well, because I do this. I do something very similar, where it's like I'll play an expansion up until eh, the first raid or so, yeah. and I'll go through the first raid, and and if I care enough, I'll try to do anything but LFR. But then I'll like <laughs> stop, and then I'll Me come too. back during the last raid, and every all the contents out there, everything's good. I'm like, fuck yeah, I got like two months of good shit left. The problem that I have now is I've hit the wall where like. My character Mojo, the character that I play, literally, I don't. The only thing left to do are things that I don't give a shit about, like mm -hmm. achievements that I just don't care about. Mm -hmm. Where it, and I finally was like, oh well, this one is if you just get three characters to complete your class hall campaign, that's an extra twenty five points. I was like, that's some free achievement shit. So I, I got one character that I've had in the background that was like an alliance character that I had for achievements. That I, you know, okay, it's free achievements. And then I leveled up for free because you get it when you buy the expansion. Another character to 110. I was like, there's my achievement. And then it was like, get five characters. Yeah. And I almost <laughs> flipped a shit. And then someone was like, bro, bro, you have to get every character to get all the achievements. And I almost cried because Blizzard is like that. They will fuck you over with achievements any chance they get to keep you playing the game. And yeah. I truly hit the wall where I'm like, well, I don't want to do achievements. And I've done everything I want to do for this character. So what do I do for the next till August, whatever in this game? <laughs> mm -hmm. And, and, oh boy, that sucks. That's why I left. you know, that's why I leave during uh, the first raid thing. Cause I don't want to like grind out raids. I'm not into that shit anymore. So yeah, you're, you're in a sweet spot where you've got yeah. another few weeks where you can just yeah. have a great time. I am envious of, of that. <laughs> I too. wish I had that. Because I'm I'm not set up for for the next step either. Like I I went in, I was just like had a look at like demon hunters, and I was just like, oh, this is cool, la 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 la. But I feel like I played the crap out of Legion so much that I just didn't I didn't want to touch the new stuff. I just I, I had no interest for me. Did the first raid, and I was just like, okay, I'm good. And I mean, keep in mind I have ten level max level characters. Hard pass. <laughs> so. I, it, it takes a, a pretty big amount of content for me to be like, oh, this is good enough that I want to repeat this 10 times. Right. 
I haven't had that yet. And then, yeah. But the last one, I was just like, no. But I like the idea of everything for Battle for Azeroth. But it, I feel like I've already done the Battle for Azeroth, like, way back <laughs> when, when I was opening those AQ gates. We've <laughs> done it a lot, yeah. I've done that. I've been there. So I'm in, still... I'm in two minds. <laughs> yeah. I think, so the other topic I was going to talk about, and I'll just mm -hmm. briefly touch on it since we're sure. discussing WoW again. Uh, I'm just so impressed with how Blizzard has kept this game, like, relevant. It's like every expansion, they make the game look better. They recently did a total pass over like all character animations and character models and casting and attacking animations. I'm just astonished that 15 years, however, 14 years later, I'm still like, I'm having fun playing WoW. Like I'm genuinely having a good time with it. So it's, I don't know, I'm playing WoW a little bit. And mm -hmm. um, a couple of weeks ago, I also played it. I was playing a ton of Realm Royale which we also kind of sort of talked about. Everyone was in that, yeah. It was pretty cool. I like it. It was fun. Yeah, it's just, it, that's a step in the direction that I'm looking forward to, seeing more Battle Royale fantasy tilted mm. games. I want to see more of that, so. So flipping, yeah. uh, oh, go ahead, Jesse. No, I was, I was going to say, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw an in-game Warcraft Royale thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it could definitely happen. They jump on ev every time there's a thing that's popular, Blizzard snatches it up. Mm -hmm. And they're good at it, too. They're like, we'll just make a better version. Like, okay. <laughs> so we'll see. So, yeah. WoW and Realm Royale. That's that's about it recently. So now flipping the, the script, so to speak, uh, towards games that we are looking forward to playing um the one i wanted to address with you force is uh, something that i was curious about was uh defiance 2050 the the revamp are you looking forward to that because uh, uh. so it's it's actually funny um when defiance first came out i think it was 2013 i think that was the year uh i actually played a fair amount of it and i remember playing it a bit with tb and talking to him about it like it wasn't an amazing game but it was kind of early on in the MMO looter shooter mm -hmm. time frame, and there weren't a lot of games like it. And it was doing just enough right that I ended up playing it for a few weeks. And so when I heard about Defiance 2050, I was pretty excited. Uh, but the thing to keep in mind, I'm probably going to play it for a bit just to kind of revisit and check it out. Defiance 2050 is basically the exact same game, just with some updates. They're like re It's almost like a remaster. Versus, mm -hmm. It's not a sequel. So right. you're going to be loading into the same areas, doing the same quest, but they they say they updated the graphics, they revamped the class system and some of how the progression works. Um, so if you never played Defiance, it might be worth checking out. Or if you played it and liked it and you're like, let me try like the, the re I, I just want to call it a remaster because that's what it feels like. Let yeah. me try the remastered version of the game. It might be worth checking out. And even now, like I feel like there's not enough looter shooters. I still think that that's a that's like a market that has not been fully tapped. Even with even though we have Destiny and we have Division and we have Warframe, I still think that there's 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 room. There's room. Yeah, for sure. There's room so. for someone to do it really well and just knock it out of the ballpark that doesn't have gaps in tutorial or or I guess the curve. You know. Yeah. So if you like the idea. I guess we didn't even say what this was. It's basically like an open world MMO loop game. So for those who don't remember, it was based on a TV show. Yeah. There was a show that played while the game was happening and things affected each other, I guess. 
was the whole plan and now there just isn't a show right i don't think the show i don't i think i watched an episode i was like eh. i don't love it but um i liked the game decently enough so yeah i, I played it a little bit they launch today Twenty five twenty fifty officially launches today they had early access starting last friday so if anyone's got, if you're going to check it out at any point now's the time that people are going to be playing it so hmm. but yeah go around to kill bad guys pick up loot level up right you, you, you know what it is basically the <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> um oh no go Octop- ahead. octopath traveler is yes out. yes oh i'm so 13th. looking forward to that it, it yeah. reminds me so much of like some of the og squeenix stuff that was really good way back when it reminds me like a part of star ocean like when star ocean was good right <laughs> But I'm uh, so looking forward to that. Yeah, I played the demo, and the demo is pretty good. I think that the, I think the game itself would have to be like pretty awesome for me to finish it because those games wind it's up typically being yeah. very long. And this <laughs> but... one, I've as far as I'm aware, I, besides the fact that it's like pick your character and then start the adventure. I was worried at first that it was going to be like, oh my god, I only have one character to play, and I'm going to have to like. <laughs> go through the story but i think the actual thing is it's supposed to be as you get new characters you can go back and experience their story from the beginning right and yeah. then catch up to the like that kind of thing which is fine by me it just also means oh my god this game's gonna take 80 so hours to complete to yeah. yeah i think they also have something like in each chapter you have to like pick up certain characters in order to make things work out and mm. and I, that very much reminded me of like star ocean 2 and i was just like this is my game this is my game i'm gonna be spending <laughs> a lot ready. of time yeah. on this on the switch <laughs> oh speaking of switch i this past week uh played a metric f ton of uh uh fire emblem warriors I can't even begin to tell you why. Out of nowhere, I was just like, you know what? I'm going to start playing this. And I started playing from where I left off before. And I, god damn, I love that game. It is so simple. <laughs> it is so great. Do you remember yeah. why you stopped? Um, Just because life and a bunch of other stuff. And I was like, you know what? I need to get back into this. And I just kept playing. And it's a basic Dynasty Warriors game, but just mm-hmm. a ton of fun. I don't know. I don't know why I stopped, but I love. Look, I love me some Crom and Marth. Put them in there. Put them in everything. Put them in everything. That's all I'll say. Uh, the only other game that I know of that's coming out that I've like looked at before is Earthfall. I've looked at that too. What was yeah. Earthfall? It's, it's like uh, a team-based fight the aliens game. It's like Left for Dead, but aliens, essentially. Four-player co-op. I think they said they're launching with 10 levels. You like load in. I imagine there's some sort of currency. You build like defenses. If you play mm. Left for Dead, I'm pretty sure it's it's a very similar experience. Mm. It, it doesn't look bad. I saw some recent trailers and the gameplay was looking decent. Yeah, it's out right now. It is? It's already out? It's in early access. It says uh, ah. you can buy it right now. Wow. What the hell? New Battle Royale comes out this week, too. Islands of Nine. Islands of Nine? 
N-Y-N-E-9. Oh, it's yeah. It's like a futuristic sci-fi, first person only. It actually doesn't look bad either. I think I saw a few BR streamers playing it, like Shroud and Dr. Disrespect and stuff. Saw them playing it a few months ago. Seemed all right. Hmm. More of those. Gritty. <laughs> it's it's hardcore, okay, Dodger. Yeah. Only I, yeah, the most skilled tell. of players will play this game. Oof. I'm out. I'm out. Not me. Uh, one thing that mm -hmm. I was actually looking Anything a bit else? forward to. Oh, can't what? hear you, Jenna. Oh, sorry. Can uh -oh. you hear me now? <laughs> I'm here. I yeah. promise. Uh, one thing I was looking forward to playing um, is a game called uh, Garage Bad Trip. Um, so it looks very much like um, Hotline Miami-ish. Okay. Um, and, and I don't know, it's just like the whole top-down VHS era B-movie type thing. I don't know. I'm just, I, I love anything that looks like and possibly even plays a little bit like Hotline Miami. I'm just, Same, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm drawn into it. I believe um, one of the people who worked on this worked on, why do I want to say like, worked for bioware at some point um, i can't cool. remember but tiny build i believe are publishing it um and unfortunately the name of the develop developer actually escapes me zombie dynamics there you go um but I, it just looked i don't know it got my attention i was looking through new releases on steam and i was just like you know what that's pretty cool so it comes it came out on july 6th uh it's available now on steam for 14.99 but uh, I don't know. I just I liked the look of it, and I liked the sound of it. And so far, it hasn't gotten horrible reviews. So I think I'll probably well, be apparently looking at there this. are jump scares in this game. Oh no! <laughs> How's that possible? It's top down. Uh, I know. Great question. I don't know how it's possible, but I guess that's the case. Hmm, who knows? But uh, yeah, that was just something I was looking at. I was just like, eh, why not? There's also. Um... The third and final Banner, Banner Saga game. This is, is true. Out. That's at the end mm. of the month. Yeah. All right. Banner Saga um, is so good, y'all. Yeah. Last one. I'm Should ready. Following it. I I'm concerned about my Steam because my Steam's the files aren't on this computer, and I wonder if the choices I made from the first and second one translate to the third mm. one, if it, the save files aren't on here. Is there was I don't remember. Is there like a login account for the game, like a Torn Banner Studios login, or no? I don't remember what I have on there. Shit. Whatever the case may be, it's one of those games where it's the third one, and a lot of stuff happened at the end of the first one, and a lot of stuff resulted from that in the second one. So I imagine <laughs> the third one will have a lot of. So I would simply say, uh, if you've never played Banner Saga, play one and two right now. That shit is mm. so good. Sick. Did anyone uh, play the crew too? By the way, <laughs> no, did not play the crew too. I played the crew too. <laughs> How was it? Um, it was not amazing. <laughs> like the so one thing, the one thing that um that I was looking forward to most for me, it's all about the flying. I don't know why it's just, you know, in those games, it's like, sure, you know, you can do all this and that and the other. And it's just like, no, no, no. I, all I do want to do is airplane and do all sorts of tricks and everything. 
but it had issues with uh, detecting like loops. I would I would do the loop and it'd be like, no, you didn't complete. I'd have to complete it like two or three times. And then finally it would recognize that I'm like doing the trick that it wants me to do. And things mm. like near misses, like I would fly right next to this building. And it's like, I am this close to this building. Surely I'm gonna get a near miss, but mm. no. But I fly next to a tree near <laughs> miss. I'm just like, what is wrong here? I don't That's understand. That's so weird. That and the rubber banding in the racing is a bit odd as well. Like, you feel like mm. this really false sense of, oh, you're doing so well, but hey, this one guy's totally in front of you. It's, it's a very strange dynamic. You either feel like you're way ahead of the entire pack and there's n- not really a lot of incentive, I guess, or you're, you know, a couple guys have passed by you and, and you're just given the the prompt, like, oh my gosh, this is the guy to beat. And I'm, I'm just like, okay and and then i pass him within like two seconds and it's not really that challenging but keep in mind i'm playing this single player so i'm just like going in from a single player perspective and i'm really just hoping that multiplayer is where it's at and that's where people are getting their money's worth because right now i feel kind of let down by the crew too if i'm totally Mm. honest there's just like a lot of quantity versus quality issues like there's this entire continent or country to explore but why there's really no incentive to do it there just isn't so i don't know maybe i'm alone in loathing the crew too right now but i was just Uh, i haven't heard anything (laughs) i haven't heard anything positive about it unfortunately so it's sad because i have so i have high hopes for games like that i don't really play too many racing games but i love the idea of like oh planes cars everything you know yeah i like the idea they combine all these things to get me interested in the game and then they kind of just fall a little flat yeah that is too bad yeah anything anyone else has been playing or is looking forward to for this month i don't think so that's about it okay well, the, well, while pre-patch is happening. Oh. <laughs> well, stop talking about the World of Warcraft. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. You're fine. It's, it's, I think it's been a while since we've had any, like, serious wow, you know, talk. For on, good on reason. Why should there be? <laughs> well, I just, I, I know John didn't touch it, like, after Lich King, and then I mm. haven't played really since uh, Legion, you know, came out, and maybe about a couple months after Legion release, so... I played to get a feel for it, did first raid, and just kind of bailed. Um, I don't think Jesse talks about it too much. So. <laughs> I don't, I mean, I play, but I don't see the need to talk about it. Like, it's not, yeah, uh, yeah I play it, and I'm like, all right, it's what I play. It's like Civilization. It's what I play when I'm not on. I just yeah. turn, when I shut down, yeah. it's what I do. It's mindless it for me. One of the best mm-hmm. podcast video games that exist. <laughs> yeah, I just so, yeah, shut I- down. I wouldn't. I, I would, have a lot of those. I wouldn't hate about discussing it at all because I guarantee you, not a lot of people actually discuss WoW so much on the show as much <laughs> as, not as much as like when maybe Crendor's on or something. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that has been our show for today. Unless you guys have anything else you want to talk about, any events or streams that you guys are doing this week that you want to draw attention to before we wrap up. Um, no, no, I don't think so. Okay awesome <laughs> well thank you guys so much for joining us this has been the Co-Optional podcast thank you so much to force for joining us today as our special guest thank you and best of luck to jesse cox who's going to be gone for the next two episodes of the Co-Optional podcast to be at coxcon in telford have fun and we'll certainly try 
I guess me and Brooke are just going to kick it here and try to figure out who we're going to have on for the next couple of weeks. Heck maybe yeah. Maybe we'll try and grab two hosts at a time and see what kind of... Two ladies. Two the, Four... The male option. Beautiful podcast? women. I'll put, I'll put on a wig. Rocking it. Shave the beard. Yeah. <laughs> Rocking it. Love it. Three women and Crendor in a wig. Make it Perfect. happen. It, it sounds like we might need to make that happen. I, I'm, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm getting convinced here. Um, but yeah, thank you guys again so much for tuning in. And hopefully we'll see you next Tuesday with another episode of the Co-Optional Podcast. Yay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.